In the grim darkness of the second millennia, there is only a shitty podcast hosted by three dorks. A podcast about the grim darkness of the 41st millennia and how incredibly stupid it is. This is Grim Dorks. Oh, hello. I didn't see you come in. Welcome to Grim Dorks, a lore and discussion podcast about the events of the 41st millennia in the Warhammer 40k universe. I'm Fuzzy, as I mentioned, and joining me, as always, are two of my favorite uh, boys in big blue armor. Hello. I am Battle Brother Little Vertical, a.k.a. John, a.k.a. Bluchy Gang, Bluchy Gang, Bluchy Gang. Brayden, it's you. Oh, I didn't hear him even say his name. <laughs> Hello, it's me, Brayden, your favorite Ultramarines Gluchy Gang recruit. <laughs> God, I'm an idiot. <laughs> Whatever. Now nah, there goes the class. I can, I, can, I can switch back to the crappy music. There you go. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I really hope there were violins earlier. Dyslexia oh. is a bitch. Oh, that's all I gotta say. Oh, gee, buckle up. This is gonna be fun to edit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, the reason that we're taking a somewhat different approach at this very moment is because we have a lot of catching up to do, dear listener. Mostly because, oh, I don't know, we're in the 8th edition of Warhammer 40,000. That sounds fake. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, it's not. And a lot of shit has happened between the last major event we've covered on this show and Kanao. You can know it. Yep. So, um, I'm going to endeavor in the span of the next hour to really mainline as much of the important information that is relevant to the current day canon as I can. Now, Braden, fair warning, mm-hmm. you're gonna have some fucking questions. I will yes. pause when you can ask them, because for fuck's sake, there's a lot. Yes. Now, before we get started, I would like to say, Fuzzy, yeah. Would you say the 8th edition of Warhammer 40,000 is a bloody edition? Like, mechanically. Like, there's a lot of dying. Um, ironically, it's the opposite. Why? <sighs> is you say of... yes! You say yes! Because Korn's number is 8! Then I was gonna go into 7th edition was Cancer, because that's Nurgle's number. Ha! And ninth edition is gonna be incomprehensible. But you cock-blocked me. I'm sorry, I don't remember the magic numbers of Chaos Gods off. That's why you say yes! Imagine if Games Workshop put out ninth edition, but it was all backwards. <laughs> like, uh, it, was all German. <laughs> it was all typeset backwards. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And upside down, like you read it left to right, and you flip the book <laughs> upside down. No, you, you gotta, to hold, you gotta it hold it upside down in a mirror. Yeah. And yeah, you gotta hold a mirror up to it to fucking get it. And well, even I'll... then, it's it's random shit, like Sneech is the best. And Gucci <laughs> Gang, and Bluchy Gang everywhere. <laughs> so, the reason uh, I say it's actually less of a bloody edition, not memeing here, just actually answering that question, it's actually fairly rooted in resurrection. And on top of that, uh, we're saying Bluchy Gang a lot, because guess who's at kind of the forefront here? Go ahead. Three guesses. Okay. Uh, uh, Lehman Russ. Wrong. Nuffle. Wrong. Um, Magnus on. the Blue. Wrong. Hang on. I got uh, it. Actually, uh, hold on. 
Mm-hmm. Magnus does show up. Magnus does show up quite a bit, but he's not the important part. The Tyranids, whichever one of them are blue. The uh, Tau! The Tau! N- new headcanon, the, the Tyranids that ate the Ultramarines turned blue. No, the Tyranids ate the Tau turned blue. Also uh, true. Interesting fact, uh, the and Tyranids the eating a lot of Tau is actually important as well. No, it's the Ultramarines, because our dear friends, the boys in blue... Uh, well, holy shit, they do a lot, and that resurrection thing, well, we mentioned it a couple of times, but pretty much the vast majority of the shenanigans that occur in the lead-up to and turning of 8th edition is due to our dear boy and spiritual liege, Rowboat Girly Man, waking the fuck up. But, wake me up. He's rowing his boat down the stream again. Row, row your boat down the streamly, man. Um, well, we kind of have to cover a lot of things, such as how he ended up in a chair. Uh, he fell asleep in his lazy boy. <laughs> so, uh, if if I remember correctly, the mm-hmm. brother that told him to fucking sit down was everyone's favorite snake person, a.k.a. everyone's favorite former pretty boy, a.k.a. the man that is full of grim, Fulgrim. Yes, Fulgrim. Fulgrim, uh stabbed him in the neck. What? And because Chaos. he's a heretic. Oh. And also poison. And also oh. was poisoned. So, um, taking it back a little bit to run through a few, uh, relatively important points. Mm-hmm. Uh, alright. So, after the... I promise I'll be brief on this part, because, frankly, everything from M31 until M41 is medium important. Actually, low important, except for major plot points, such as, oh, I don't know. (sighs) Every demon Primarch has come back and been slain at some point, causing them to be in a kind of perpetual state of having to, waiting for the respawn timer to count down. Currently, okay. the only one awake right now that we know of and present, or I should say present and doing something useful, is your boy Mortarian. Which is why 8th edition has a lot of shit relating to the Death Guard, because Mortarian is back in black and in plastic. Uh, no, no, thank you. And so like that, the one-shot podcast sued us. Um, uh, when the Space Wolves attack with lightning attacks, we just say that their enemies were thunderstruck. This has been the last episode. Um, so, man, I can't even maintain for, the bid anymore. Um, for those about to be canceled, we salute you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rule of three, rule of three, alright, let's go. Mortarian is pretty much the only one actively doing anything. Magnus is loosely around, and technically no one has killed uh, Lorgar yet. In fact, he became a demon, and no one's touched him. But also, he's, he's not doing it. He is literally, like, reading books. I'm not okay. kidding. Lorgar's just being a nerd. Please Lorgar's go like beat a... up Ner- Lorgar and his stupid glasses face with his book shoulders. He's just reading books and jerking off thinking about how much he loves chaos. He's just a neckbeard at this point. Uh, you meme, but you're right. I know. Uh, oh, he does have a book on his shoulder. Why? 
Why have We've you covered this a million word times. Bearer. I know he's the word bearer, but still, it's dumb. It's the same thing. He as, also, it's the same thing as what's his face, um, the Nid Finder guy, who has the book strapped to his, on his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cryptoman shows up a few times a here too. Book. Lorgar carved a book into a bear. Why? That's true. So it's a word bearing word bear. Uh, <laughs> other things that happen that are somewhat important. Uh. So, Mortarian's the only real Demon Primarch around in a useful capacity. He's also the only one in plastic. Um, nice. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Primarchs in plastic, Chaboy, Robo Girly oh, Man's fancy. also in plastic. The reason being, well, he's back, uh, and he woke up. He got put into stasis because of this neck stabbing, but also you might be wondering, hey, where the fuck is everyone else? Well, let's kind of go down the list. Chillin'. Uh, elsewhere. Dead. Elsewhere Dead. is putting it somewhat Dead lightly. Dead Dead How many Primarchs <laughs> are dead currently? Like, a lot of them, right? Uh, well, let's go down the list. Excellent. Lionel, missing. Missing? How do you miss a, a demigod? Where do you go? Okay. A lot of them go on crusades. So Lionel, come back. Long story short, Lionel got betrayed by his dad, who fell to chaos, Luther. Uh, Luther betrayed him at the end of the Horus Heresy, and also called us, caused a secession in the Dark Angels, which is why the Dark Angels have a super secret thing, where a good portion of them have fallen to the chaos, but the guys in the high tier of the Dark Angels are actively trying to sweep that under the rug as fast as fucking possible. Um, Do not ask Astalan about it. No, really, <laughs> He's don't. very upset. Yes. Uh, you won't touchy, get to ask it again. Frankly I'm, in, frankly, I'm impressed by the fact that Astalan is in the inner circle, but that's just me. Astalan um, cried for hours the last time Stadiel said anything about it. <laughs> Long story short, Luther uh, stabbed him near to death. He barely oh, lived and got spirited away by those short little dudes in hoods, the Watchers in the Dark, into some I chamber a... of the rock that no one knows those about. Those fuckers are creepy. I have a question. Yeah. Is the Primarch's weakness, like their Pokemon, like their the type that they're weak to, is stabbing? Because it seems like that's what's injuring yes, them a lot. Yes, the Pokemon, uh, they are surprisingly weak to Primarch, uh... It, Primarch pr types are weak to stab types. Pr Primarch and types Primarch are types. weak to other Primarch types using stab-based attack damage. And also weak to their own hubris. <laughs> I mean, See, I would argue that that is being weak against Primarch types. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Fair. Uh, Fulgrim, demon. Uh, still alive. Perturabo, demon, still alive, but in the warp. Uh, your boy, Jagahatai, don't know, in the webway, probably hunting Dark Eldar, probably trying to Wait. shit it in Kamarag. Don't know Wait, for sure, hey, though. Hey, Jagahatai, like, humanity's pretty fucked up, and, like, half of your brothers he, are missing. He, he Fuck off, I'm going you. to go find, I'm going to go find Deldar. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Lehman Russ, alive, maybe? We're not sure. He ran into the Eye of Terror with the 13th Company and promised to come back, and has yet to. Why uh, are they all leaving? Because they're idiots. Uh, Rogel Dorn, <coughs> assumed deceased, disappeared while boarding a Chaos crew cruiser during a black crusade his fist got recovered like literally 
They the have his skeleton, the skeleton of his hand. Yes, and every new chapter master carves his name on the fist. Oh, I'm, I thought they ate it or something. I'm gonna take a wild guess and say Rogel doesn't want that hand back. No. <laughs> what if he comes <laughs> he back? He's fine. like, give me my goddamn hand. I'd, I'd shit myself. Um, okay. uh, give me that second. shit. We're called the Imperial Fist for a reason. So we, we shit on Jagahatai Lehman for running off. But mm-hmm. think about it. Think about who they are. Uh-huh. They're, they would be bad governors. Very. Like I'm really not, bad not, governors. Uh, yeah, but so I'm them not running saying... off <coughs> yeah. So them running off to go fuck up chaos, kind of their way of dealing with the situation. I guess. I mean, I'm not saying like they shouldn't like I think they shouldn't, but they need to I think they need to be around. They don't need to take government positions and help run no, things. Like, they just need I, to be there to help because the nids are out there. They're like on the edge. <laughs> They're coming. Get, and these guys I, are fucking off to go fight Deldar and Chaos in the fucking in Chaos's home territory. I get what you're saying, but this is how they think. It's true. <laughs> I know it's how they think. I'm not saying they, it's uncharacteristic of them. I just think it's dumb. They as think well. like they think like stupid Roman myths. Yeah. I mean they are stupid Roman myths. So so but with different names. Yeah. It's true. Continuing down the stupid Roman list uh ones, Night Haunter, aka Conrad Kurz, dead. Even though Traitor no, still dead. Bat evil Batman is dead. He was assassinated Batman. by no. a Calidus assassin, which I remind you are the ones who can uh scream morph. They're the morph ones. Okay, uh, they're the animorphs so, ones. So Batman got taken out by the human chameleon. Great, awesome. Evil Batman got taken out by... by... Specifically, actually, Kurz's death is actually kind of fucking depressing because he uh, wished for it and just let the death happen. In fact, direct quote here. When the Calidus assassin showed up, he said, Your presence does not surprise me, assassin. I have known of you ever since your craft entered the eastern fringes. Why did I not have you killed? Because your mission and the act you are about to commit proves the truth of all I have ever said or done. I merely punished those who had wronged, just as your false emperor now seeks to punish me. Death is nothing compared to vindication. And so he got fucking killed. If you recall, Kurz always knew how he was gonna die. Mm -hmm. So it's just, ugh, it's so bad. Uh, Of all the fucked up shit in 40k, Kurz genuinely makes me very sad. Yes. Next up, Sanguinius. We know what happened to him. Baned to death. Um, next up, Ferris Manus. Dead, actually. Uh, that happened to the Horus Heresy. We already covered that. Yeah, Angron, Demon Primarch, alive. Well, okay, yes, there may be of... <sighs> okay. He's deceased, was killed by Fulgrim, and his literal decapitated head offered to Horus as a gift, but Fulgrim has the body, which he repeatedly clones and murders again in a futile attempt to make him turn traitor. Some, believe, some people see him on Mars. Some people believe they see him on Mars, but it may not actually be him, but also... Uh, fuck. It might be the Void Dragon for all we fucking know. I don't know, man. It's totally the Omnissiah. My very like, detox tea is not spiked with enough space cocaine for me to get into that one. <laughs> Look, the fucking Adeptus Mechanicus just want the, uh, the 3D printer for um, Goodyear tires. I yep. guess. I don't future, know. Future episode, Conspiracy Theories of the 41st Millennium. Anyway, moving on. Angron, the is holding Damon. the 3D printer for oil. Yep. Angron, Damon Primark in the warp. Robot Girly Man. We're going to be talking about him more. 
Mortarian, I just talked about him. Magnus the Red, uh, currently? He appeared in this lead-up, and I'll talk about him in a minute. He is actually, he is, though, actually actively in, uh, in real space and not cast into the warp. Uh, Horus, we know what happened to him. Lorgar, we just talked about him. Vulcan, still missing, still maybe dead, still a perpetual, still don't know when he's coming back. Hmm. Corvus Corax, uh, missing after he also booked it to the Eye of Terror to, air quotes, atone for his sins. Uh, uh -huh. we don't... What were his last words? Oh, I remember. Don't you... Quoth the Raven Prince. Don't you... Nevermore, bear to bear. I hate you. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he basically said nevermore, fucked off to the Eye of Terror, and we don't know where he is. And lastly, but certainly not leastly, uh, Alpharius and or Omegon and or who fucking knows. <laughs> Still chilling with the fucking chaos symbol on a piece of paper <coughs> taped to their fucking armor. Just like, basically. hey guys. Okay, hear me out, hear me out. <clears throat> yeah. So Korax goes into the warp, gets sent back in time, becomes Edgar Allan Poe. Mm -hmm. And no one noticed that, oh, I don't know, Edgar Allan Poe psychic. is psychic and eight feet tall? No, he does the, the presentation, he does the thing the Emperor does, where he presents himself as much shorter. I mean, yeah. that is also actually something Corvus can do. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Shit. Also, I like how nobody knows if they're even dead or alive at this point. They're like, it's one because... of them may be dead, slain by Row Your Boat Down the Streamly Man, or another may have been slain by Rogel Dorn earlier than that, and nobody's sure. I mean, yeah, fucking... Frankly, eh, the reason all the Primarchs have a status, but may or may not be alive, save for nobody a couple... nobody knows, because they're saving them for when they're needed. Bingo bango. Yeah. Uh, I would actually say that it's a propaganda dealio. Well, okay, really? yes, there is, like as always... Like, they could always... possibly be dead if they just don't want to say it? Well, exactly. there's oh, this consistent thing of, um... You know, every bit of information we learn about the Warhammer 40k galaxy comes from the Imperium and maybe a piece of Imperial propaganda. Which, yeah. yes, that's a thing, might be true, but I choose to ignore that most of the time because, for fuck's sake, I don't think GW's smart enough to make that up. Um, or no, it's that's just how they get around inconsistencies. Yeah, I think or dumb enough to to be like, oh, all these characters are dead, so we can't put out new models of them. Because imagine Lehman Russ showing up from the Eye of Terror, fucked up in his new model. Like, that, look, Lehman Russ is back here. This is a new model. I am viciously indicating you and being like, yes, that's almost certainly true. Hire um, me, Matt Ward. <laughs> Matt doesn't work for GW anymore. I don't care. He can get me a job maybe so uh other things so uh that covers most of those assholes um things important in the imperial of man that happened uh oh i don't know a uh, bunch of the legions fought each other because uh, they all were kind of pointing fingers at each other and going no it's your fault no it's your fault so they beat <laughs> you the did this no you did this so they briefly beat the it's shit like out of each one... other until they figured it out, and then Robot Girly Man wrote the Codex Astartes in late M31 and solved that problem. And then made everyone else comply. Yeah. By being a dickhead. Uh, yeah, basically. Um, yeah. The second founding immediately occurred after that, uh, which happened oh, in 
M3120 in 30,021. 31,021. No, 30,000. I was right the first time. Mm-hmm. 30,021. Next up, War of the Beast. We talked about it. Next up after that yeah. in 31,546, The Beheading, which was a whole thing that we'll get deeper into and we briefly mentioned before. But the long story short is an ecclesiarch got big for his britches uh, and basically said, Hey, High Lords, you know what you are? Fucking useless and killed all of them. The rest like a pro wrestling thing. Yeah, a little bit. The rest of the Imperium, uh, after a little while, not instantly, took a while, took offense to that, and ended up killing him too. Ironically, it turned out he was right in the end, because right after they killed him, uh, the entire the Imperium was in a state of anarchy for about 900 years. Oops. Yep. Um... At this point, not much happens in Imperial history, or the 41st millennium in general, until M36, uh, where the 21st founding happens. Yeah, right? Interesting. <laughs> uh, the 21st founding is only interesting because it is the cursed founding. Well, one of the cursed foundings, because as the John and I discussed all last time... All of them are time, failures? <laughs> Sorry, uh, it's, it's one of many where a bunch of them are failures, because... Uh, uh, long story. That's the one where the mechanic is fucked with the gene seed and it ended badly. Um, oh dear. Next up is, I shit you not, Plague of Unbelief One, uh, which happened in M thirty six Plague of Unbelief. Essentially, the plagues of unbelief happened thrice, as far as we know. Number one happened towards the end uh, of eight. Yeah, eight, you're eight. in, you're in, uh, you're in high school, and you think it's really edgy. Then you're in college, that's Plague of Unbelief 2, and it's, like, really interesting. And then you're a dipshit after college who just ruins parties. He memes, but not completely inaccurate. Long story short, the first Plague of Unbelief, which was this one, uh, which happened towards the end of the Age of Apostasy, uh, in M36310, or 35310, I don't understand why they do it fucking 310.m36 and that's the dating system because you don't save any letters or numbers it's just the same to call it fucking whatever (coughs) um anyway so plague of unbelief essentially and i shit you not one dude named dolan no relation to the meme (laughs) basically went around during a period of a bunch of warp storms and essentially just orated on why the Imperium was dipshits. It should also be noted, he was not advocating chaos. He was just advocating that the Imperium was pants-on-head dipshits. Mm -hmm. The Imperium took offense to that. Obviously. And, uh, long story short, um, uh, uh, a cardinal named Bucharis, uh, made sure his corpse was unrecognizable. This backfired terribly, and the people of everywhere led a rebel- led a series of rebellions and fucked everyone's shit up. Uh, ironically, after, um... After everything calmed down and the warp storms uh, dispersed and that cardinal was flayed by the masses, 
uh, Dolan got canonized as an Imperial Saint. Da 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 da. Um, the other two plagues of disbelief, unbelief, excuse me, don't happen until at least the 13th Black Crusade, so I won't round to they're not that important, so I'm not even gonna talk about them. I just threw up my middle fingers. Uh, <laughs> next up is a thing called the Abyssal Crusade, where essentially, uh, it, and this occurred in M M37 to M38, because it took a while. Um, the, essentially... A bunch of chapters of Space Marines got accused of being corrupted due to a bunch of warp storms. Uh, corrupted on the cellular level. No one was really accusing them of being heretics yet until they got were ordered to come back home. Uh, the guy who ordered everyone to come back home was uh, a guy named Saint Basilis. Uh, Saint Basilis the Elder, who was the Ecclesiarch at the time, uh, looked at all these chaos, uh, all these space marine guys and were like, you have two choices, either get exterminated or crusade in the Eye of Terror. Which I'll remind you, is an asshole torn in the fabric of reality that spawns demons and chaos legions. So... Um, all, all 30 chapters agree to fuck off to the Eye of Terror and are summarily murderized by the forces within the Eye of Terror, except 800 years later, real time, uh, some of those space marines came back out. Namely, uh -huh. a fella named Convac Lan, uh, the chapter master, master of the Vorpal Swords. Ooh. And they were, um, pissed. Yeah. <laughs> so, they got detained by the Inquisition, but every single one of them, uh, didn't have any chaos taint. So all of a sudden, suspicion turned to the guy who accused them in the first place. For some reason, St. Basilis was still alive, even despite being 800 years passing, but lifespans in the 41st millennia, if you're rich enough, essentially don't exist. Um... Yeah, we found out Basilis was a chaos worshipper the entire time, and, well, as the meme shall be for the rest of this episode, the corpse was unrecognizable. Um, <laughs> next up, we yeah, have like you, there were no there were no records of him to then identify the corpse. Like they just scrunched him from every record in existence. <laughs> they were literally like, oh, time to time to scrub also that they let the vor they just tossed him at the Vorpal swords and um. <laughs> They ripped him the to pieces. The like hardest part, dogs. frankly, the hardest part was the power washing of the entire room afterwards. <laughs> um, yeah. Next up, there we is have, just jelly. Yeah. Next up, we have the period of time called the waning, which is the Ooh. 39th to uh, 40th millennia. Um, pretty Ooh. much everything up until about the 900s of M41, like actually. These include things like the Gothic World War, the Manch... not Manchurian, Macharian <laughs> Crusade, the Macharian Heresy, yeah, things didn't uh -huh. go well, the Wars of uh -huh. Armageddon, all of them, oh. and, and the... All three. And both Damocles Crusades. Um... Part 1 and its sequel later. The sequel, fun fact, is where Ongva fucking died. Uh, oh. yeah. 
what happened after i'm not gonna cover all that because it can all kind of be summed up as fighting happened da, 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 da. they did it they did it they did a fight they did a fight uh we also have sh some atrocities the tyranids showing up a massacre where a bunch of sisters of battle got fucking et by flayed ones um, oh no a thing called the Badab War, which I'm Excuse gonna briefly me. mention here. Badab, Badab War. The Badab Sector was a region of space that uh, got retaken over by the Astral Claws chapter. The Astral Claws, led by Lugruft Huron, uh, retook it over from someone I forget who. Uh, oh, uh, he, along with the guys known as the Lamenters and the Mantis Warriors uh took this back and then decided hey what if we ruled it like the ultramarines ruled all of ultramar uh, initially the ecclesiarchy and the high lords weren't against this but then they asked for oh i don't know taxes uh. huron took offense to this mm -hmm. and um cue everyone's favorite thing Heresy. Oh, interesting. Huron, along with uh, the Tiger Claws, the Mantis Warriors, the Lamenters, and the Executioners, all turned Died. traitor. The Astral no, Claws. No fuzzy, if I may. Go if nuts. I may. Okay, so Huron wanted to lead a crusade into the Maelstrom. You know, like people tend to do to the Eye of Terror. Uh, High Lord said, "Fuck you," and Huron said, "Well, fuck your taxes then." Not, not smart. It, in the grand scheme yeah. of things. Also, I would so, turn traitor immediately if I became a if I became a space marine and they're like, What chapter are you going what like what chapter am I going to? Oh, the Mantis Warriors. <laughs> For the record, the Mantis so, Warriors are successors of the White Scars down a couple of tiers. What were colors were they bright neon green? Yes. Probably oh, God, they were green worse. and yellow. I would immediately quit. I feel like I'm turning traitor. See you guys later. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, counterpoint, there is a joke that they are the common rider marines, so... <laughs> I'm down Just for scarves it. flapping had, in the wind. If they have giant bug helmets, like, with they unfortunately bug eyes, then I would turn traitor immediately. <laughs> I Imagine mean... they were, like, the skinniest. Like, they just look really lanky and weird. <laughs> I, I would have been so happy. Um, anyway, so, so... Also, I do gotta say, the reason why they're treacherous is because they didn't work out their midsection at all, because they're the bad app. <laughs> anyway, so this war is really unique because it's all space marines. Yep. Like, almost entirely space marines. They're infighting. And really, the... Like, Huron had forged some alliances, called in some favors, and then everyone else decided to show up and kick in the dick. And this is... A very novel event and that has a lot of like b and c tier chapters such as the carcaradons aka excuse the me? space sharks excuse me uh and just I, real quick words. shout out hold on thing about the space sharks um first of all they're amazing they have gills uh they're a myth oh dear well they are real they're also a uh, chimeric combination of Ravenguard and Nightlord gene seed, and also they're called the Space Sharks 
Because they fucking eat people. Wait. They all have sharp teeth and will literally tear people to shreds with their teeth. Now, Now? it gets fucking better Uh because their leader is Uh a man known as Tiberos the Red Wake. Oh, does he have a shark fin? The Red Wake, Lord Reaper of the Void, (coughs) is the chapter master of the Space Sharks, and the only person anyone knows of who has and wields lightning claw chain fists. Which is the most rip and tear you can get. That is... Uh, they're so are they traitors or loyalists? They're loyalists. They're loyalists. What? Imagine these guys fucking showing up. Like everyone's like, where the fuck are the space sharks? And then you see these guys like literally like you know how when you see dolphins like crest out of the ocean, like just a jaws imagine, theme starts playing. Imagine, <laughs> imagine space marines just rising up out of the ocean like cresting, and then the orcs or like the nids, anyone they're fighting are like. What? Nah. And then they just like they fall on top of them and then just start like wiggling around on like their fucking actual sharks. Just flapping. People. Yeah, just flapping around. Trust me, uh, there is a lot of art of the space sharks as uh shark furries. Are they still called furries? I don't know. I think they're yes. called uh finnies anyway. Uh, uh the finnies. the most important thing about the Bad Ab War is that Huron becomes a space pirate. It's also Astral actually... Claws com- become the Red Corsairs, and it's yeah. metal. Astral, also, a- Astral Claws become the Red Corsairs and fall to Chaos. Uh, chaos. Chaos Undivided. However, the guys who helped them, the Mantis Warriors, the Lamenters, and the Executioners, are actually all still Loyalists. They were all sent on uh, 100-year-long penitence crusades, but they came back. Um, also, there were only 300 Lamenters left at the end of the war. The Lamenters, uh, I don't know if we've talked about before, but <laughs> are they, they are... they the saddest Space Marine chapter? They're the most mm-hmm. fucked over Space Marine chapter, yes. Oh, isn't they, their whole thing that they, that they they're just unlucky. have, like, horrible luck? Yes, that's yep. them. Um, oh my god. Yes, that is Man, the y'all gotta get the shit in of the stick, too. Like, I would, I would also turn traitor if I had to become a Lamenter. Yep. Where am I going? Where am I going, Sergeant? Oh, you're going to the Lamenters, the worst lucky, luck, the unluckiest people in the galaxy. Oh, damn. Uh, Oops. Other um, relevant, uh, a couple other fun chapters. The Firehawks, pre-Legion mm-hmm. of Damned. Red Scorpions, Forge World's personal favorite chapter. Salamanders show up. The Raptors, who literally only appear in Warhammer 40k Fire Warrior. They're actually a group. Are they Space Marines? I'm not sure. Any, oh, anytime yeah, they, they are. fight anyone, the enemy has to say, Clever Girl. The Raptors are a Raven Guard, um. What's it called? Thing. Uh, They're very good at the old Millennium Sport basketball. Braden, I'm about to say some words to you that you're gonna <laughs> shit. Okay. Imagine, if you uh-huh. would, if. Oh, I don't know. Um. Your favorite uh, guardsman legion uh-huh. was Space Marines. Interesting. They're they are dead ass pretty much the uh, fuck. What's the name of the Death World again? The World War Krieg? One Germans. Yeah, Krieg. They're basically Kriegsmen Space Marines. Like Excuse even their me? look is Kriegsmeny. Um, 
their uh their current look. Their old look is uh, Oh my uh, god, they they are. They're like dark green and like drab, like holy They're shit. they're the re they're pretty reasonable marines. Um Oh, their raptors like the bird, not the dinosaur. Yes, not That's the dinosaur. dumb. <laughs> um That's their call. Is they go squaw. The Minotaurs also show up, uh which I like the Minotaurs color scheme. Pure bronze. I like it. Yeah, um, don't they go into like full like berserker rage a lot of the time? I also saw that there is a <laughs> there is a Space Marine chapter that spontaneously combust and they yes, don't take any damage was, from the fire that was that's one on of their the twenty first founding and for some reason they all got uh excommunicated and murdered, which to this I day why. <laughs> of all of the terrible things that the Imperium has done Killing their fire warriors uh, <laughs> is the worst thing they've ever done, um, and I hate them for it. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> continuing past the Badab War, um, which happened in 901 to 912 M41, uh, mm -hmm. got a genocide, two more tyrannic wars in the Damocles Gulf, and that brings us to, uh, well, now. So, technically, we're going to go back a few hundred years uh, to about 800s-ish. The canon timeline is a headache. And I want you all to know that I had to fucking piece it together from a bunch of separate sources, and it sucks. Anyway, a lot of the following plot essentially follows Girly Man. Uh, I'm just going to call him Robu to the rest of the time, because honestly... This is some pretty dank plot, and I believe he deserves some respect for it. Uh, Never. I know, hot take, but I like him. Uh, he does some cool shit. Okay, okay, hear me out, hear me out. Roboot is the John Cena of 40k. Like, he's easy to hate, but you gotta respect him. I think that's a perfect metaphor. And he also, I'm gonna go of... fast, because we're already at 40 minutes. And who cares? It's probably gonna be a multi-parter, go ahead. Bitch, Wait, I'm determined. Now I, now I can only imagine robot, ro robot girly man sitting in his lazy boy, wearing cargo shorts over his armor. <laughs> I mean, I'm here for it. And he's got he's got a trucker cap on his helmet. <laughs> well, no, I'm on his head because he doesn't wear girly one. Man. So he's like literally like an ultramarine like is like walking past his lazy boy as he's sleeping, like sees that his hat has fallen <laughs> off because he's moved his head is moved in his sleep, puts it back on. Okay, kind of. Okay, so, <laughs> I gotta go fast. Zoom, zoom. Okay, go fast. Jumping back before Roboot wakes up. The reason he wakes up is because Yvrain and Belsarius Call work together to do that. Who the fuck's Yvrain? Well, we have to go back a little bit further. We're gonna talk about her more in the Eldar episodes, coming next to a theater near you. But, the long and the short of it is, the Eldar realize there is another way other than just trying to do the infinity circuit thing which is where essentially they put all their souls in the internet um they make soul internets basically besides ghost in the shelling themselves they figure out that you can actually use those souls to perform a ritual to summon another eldar god this eldar god is the guard of death yanari or y y yanari yanari you something uh, Yanid? It's Yanid. Yanid. Yanid is the Eldar god of permanent death. 
which is something they really want. Um, given the fact that every time they die, their soul gets by Slanesh. Yes, that noise happens every time. Um, Yvrain gets this power because, well, the, uh, Bielton, one of the Eldar craft worlds, gets invaded by a bunch of Deldar and Chaos Marines and other bad shit, and their infinity circuit is getting broken. So shortly before it breaks, our favorite dick in space, Eldrad, uh, previous essentially captain of the craft world, fuck, which one is it, John? The main one. Uh, uh, Ulthwe. Ulthwe. Previous essentially Farseer captain of Ulthwe, um, basically does the ritual. This causes a fragment of Yanid to be summoned. Uh, this avatar of Yanid fucks some shit up and generally has a good day, but this also causes Yvrain to gain a vastly larger amount of knowledge and power. It also causes El Eldrad to get kicked out of Ulthwe and he has to go on basically the Eldar version of a penitence crusade for a while. He's still on it. Um, Yvrain gets this power and decides, well, it'd be better to, oh, I don't know, team up with the Monkey rather than just keep trying to fuck him over. So she picks up the Vox phone and dials everyone's favorite high archmagos of the Adeptus Mechanicus and goes, hey, Belly Baby, how you doing? Belly Call, uh... Hey, belly Baby Crawl. Belly Baby Call, uh, picks up the phone and hears her out. And essentially... Gives her a call. <laughs> essentially, they decide to meet up above Ultramar and, uh... Uh, or above McCrag, excuse me, where uh, your boy is entombed presently. Uh, and Call essentially tells Moranius Calgar, I know this is gonna sound weird. I'm about to open this door, and I need you to not be mad at who's <laughs> behind the door. Moranius Calgar promised he wouldn't be mad. And then got mad. He then got very mad upon finding that filthy knife ears were desecrating his soil. Uh, Around it was, fifteen it's minutes, just, it's just the elder just sitting on a whole bunch of couches, just like, hi, <laughs> and he's just like, oh! he, he, yeah, he just freezes for a second, looks, looks to him, looks back at the elder. Oh, one hundred percent, it's the Kill him. Bill siren. <laughs> Yeah, just... Yeah, have fun. I know you're mad, um, <laughs> but please don't be mad. Stop being mad. Stop being... You <laughs> promised you wouldn't be mad. You promised you wouldn't be mad. Caligar then punched Kato Sicarius a bunch of times to get less mad. Um, yeah. that's... <laughs> that might be headcanon. It might not be. You'll never know. Um... I'm calling it now, canon. Perfect. So, um... Girly Man, essentially, <laughs> via some arcane rituals and Yvrain and Belly Call high-fiving and carving some dope power armor, and then... Have you ever tried to undress a drunk person? Yeah. Like, no, to make sure they're comfy not, and put them to bed? I re I'm not... Guys, I mean to make sure <laughs> they go to bed nice, like shoes okay. and off the jeans, Jesus. Okay, buddy. 
Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I did that for my roommate once, damn. I've done that to um, myself, but that's about it. And I doing like getting myself undressed when I'm blasted is hard. Yeah, so imagine trying to undress and then redress in power armor an unconscious eight foot tall man. Um Yeah, it's hard to get the cargo shorts off. It's really hard to get his cargo shorts off. Especially when they're made of gold. Uh, yes. So, they put him in this runic armor that's essentially a stasis field that he can move in. Um, which sounds contradictory, but whatever. It so, works. like, he's in a hamster ball? Uh, more like, well, if the hamster ball were armor tight, yes. Um, he's in a hamster ball, yes. I'd liken it more to his armor is vacuum sealed for freshness. Um, <laughs> hamster ball. Sure. Yes. So he I imagine wakes him rolling up. through the halls in a hamster ball now. <laughs> yeah. So he wakes up and is, well, much like uh, his now second-in-command, fucking pissed. Not at your brain. He's actually like, thank you very much. I appreciate it, and I'm not going to kill you. In fact, Where I'm... are my cargo shorts? In fact, we're going to go for a team-up, but I'm going to call you later. Uh, see you, girl. Um, hey, girl, let me get your jersey. Uh, there's actually a running bit that, um... Your name, your number. Well, there is a running bit that Yvrain and Roboot, uh, get some gold-on-gold gold action, let's put it that way. Uh, of course, that is what we and members of the Inquisition nominally like to call extra heresy. <laughs> Extra heresy. Imperial or is propaganda. It? Um, so once he wakes up, uh, Fulgrim hears is pissed. Mortarian hears is also pissed. Magnus hears has a laugh. Uh, Angron hears is pissed, but he's just like that normally. Uh, and all in all, Roboot has a chuckle at everyone's expense. Roboot gets up and proceeds to go on a fuck crusade. The people he's fucking, anyone who's a Chaos or Xeno, except the Eldar, they get a pass for a while. Uh, he wipes out a horde of Chaos Marines with his man fists without taking a scratch. Uh, straight up at one point, punching through a Chaos Terminator and then through a bronze marble column behind him. The Chaos Terminator, I mean. Um... He then yelled, Hey, everyone who is an Imperial Loyalist, follow me! Which, fun fact, when you're nine feet tall and made of hate and fuck, people listen. Um, they all listen, they follow Roboot, and he proceeds to kill every Chaos Force on McCrag. By the way, McCrag was getting invaded. I forgot to mention that. McCrag was getting invaded. Of course invaded. it was. Um... And so he was literally woken up in the middle of this. He liberates McCrag, liberates the rest of the system, uh, gets some help from all of his progenitor chapters, as well as the Dark Angel, Space Wolves, White Scars, a Sisters of Battle army, a remaining Black Templars force that fought on Cadia, who came this way, uh, more guardsmen, uh, a bunch, of, a ship containing an entire Imperial Knight household. Have we talked about Imperial Knights? Long story short, not mecha. enough. Long story short, Imperial Knights, Mecha, just regular Mecha, smaller um, than Titans, cooler than Titans, infinitely because they're Mecha. 
Uh, go play... There is an iOS game you can play that is the... It's literally just fucking Infinity Blade, but with a Warhammer 40k skin on it. But on the fl- nice. flip side... it's pretty neat. You're playing giant Imperial robots, so Nightblade is pretty cool, in my opinion. Um, let's be real, Infinity Blade isn't bad. I fucking... I played the shit out of Infinity Blade 2. Um, I beat that game multiple times. Um, an entire Imperial Naval Battle Group, uh... And the Mechanicus, who came with Belly Call, and Belly naturally decided to bring a Titan Legion with him, because if you're the in-charge of the Mechanicus, why wouldn't? Um, he then says, uh, hey, you know how all of you were ruling yourselves as an independent entity within the Imperium? Fuck that, you're idiots. Uh, and he to quote a friendly brown and yellow insect person, assumes direct control. He then uh, high-fives the Yanari, I assume slaps someone on the ass, probably Eldrad. Um, he fucks off towards Earth. The thing is, there's a lot of problems between him and Earth. Mm. Um... Things include Fulgrim possesses a fucker and tries to get another punch at him. Uh, Roboot proceeds to headbutt Seg Fragment into the ground like a fucking <laughs> railroad spike. Uh, oh shit. Also, in case it wasn't entirely clear, the 13th Black Crusade happened and Cadia fell. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, the planet fell before the guard did. Uh, but nonetheless, all the events that happened there, which we, I think, will mention in detail at some point, but the long and the short of it is a bunch of fucky shit and a bunch of weird team-ups happened, but at the end of the day, <laughs> Abaddon won, and also the pylons were destroyed. No, you must, must construct additional pylons! pylons! Um, we just, we should just never talk about that again, John. Um... Somebody set us up the bomb. Somebody set us up the bomb. So, um, when uh, Ruboot's heading that way, uh, Celestine and Inquisitor Greyfax uh, show up as well and uh, essentially tell Ruboot, I know you're gonna be mad, but you gotta promise not to be mad. <laughs> They then open the door, and all of the atrocities of the Inquisition are laid bare, and needless to say, Roboot gets his chance at Cato Sicarius as well. Uh, yeah. After, uh, beating the shit out of Cato Sicarius, because I choose to believe that Cato Sicarius is the stress ball of people in charge of the Ultramarines. I'm um, perpetual, but only for pain. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Um, Kato Sakiris is just like you know those squeezy toys. Like like robot literally just grabs him in his hand and like squeezes him squeaky! and like his yeah squeaky! his eyes his eyes pop out and he goes yeah. yeah um so they managed to convince him to not purge the space Catholicism <laughs> um. <laughs> robot, robot, please don't kill all the guys with the black cloaks on. We need them. 
His argument was, um, hey, when I was around, we kind of had an agreement about the whole religion thing. It was called the Imperial Truth. And, um, you know what happened to the guy who believed the Emperor was a god? You wanna know? <laughs> you guys he wanna died. fucking know? Uh... <laughs> The camera pans to Lorgar, and he sneezes. Um... Oh, yeah. Anime. Um... Anime. So, uh, particularly Greyfax's major thing is just don't, don't, ki don't kill the guys who are super hardline fundamentalists yet. You can probably use them for a while. Um, which is funny because she is one of those hardline fundamentalists. Uh... Well, when you think about it, the... The Imperial Church at this point is just fundamental to the fabric of society. Which is so the point that will make everything shit. That is exactly the point that they bring up, and he agrees for now. He even, even they probably only bring that up because it, the Imperial Church has made them a lot of money. Yes. Um, also, we say money, but it's mostly power. I just want to put that yeah. out there for Braden and uh, the listenership. It, money oh, wow. is not the important part. It's more infinite cosmic administerial power. Um, In your head, picture the head of the Imperial Church as Dick Cheney. Not a inaccurate. evil man has never lived. Counterpoint. I'm lo looking at Horus, a more evil person than Dick Cheney has never lived. Counterpoint. Imagine if Dick Cheney and the last Pope, not the current Venezuelan guy, the the one oh, before. Yeah. Imagine if that fucking um, the Emperor the from Star Wars motherfucker mixed with Dick Cheney and also Pol Pot. That's essentially the High uh, Ecclesiarch. Now let us begin our Stop. prayers to the God Emperor. Um. At the end of the day, Roboot still firmly believes in the whole atheism thing, but for now, it needs its stupid fucking space Catholicism. Um, later, uh, a little bit of time passes, and everyone's favorite plague god infects, uh, well, uh, I shit you not, a plague across Ultramars spread via insects that causes its victims' eyes to melt out of their head. The only cure for this disease, I shit you not, is the presence of Roboot himself. This was, of course, a clever ruse made by Nurgle in order to essentially stifle Roboot and make him stay where he was. Uh, primarily trying to get on his compassion. Uh, he then does the thing no one actually expected him to do and tell, essentially looks Nurgle into the heavenly face and says, Fuck you. I'm not making this mistake twice. And he fucking bails on Ultramar and lets them rot for a while and says, Apothecaries figure it out. Um, which, <laughs> damn, bitch. Yeah, um, respect. Yeah. Bleeding hearts have killed way too many people in the 41st millennium. Yeah, and he doesn't let it happen. He proceeds to fuck off charge for Terra. A lot of things happen, ranging from the thousand sums trans 
The Thousand Suns transporting him into the warp where a bunch of red corsairs, hey, we just talked about them, as well as demons led by Kairos Fateweaver, who was important. Why again? I forget. He is a Lord of Change for Siege. He did something. I forget what. Um, attack him and his friends. Kairos manages to, uh, I quote, Bind Galaiman in chains of his own guilt, anger, and disappointment. Kinky. Uh, <laughs> and throw him into a cell on a Blackstone Fortress. You'll never guess who breaks him out. No, literally, you won't guess because you don't know who this character is. Cypher. <coughs> Cypher is an entire bundle of what the fuck in and of himself that we have yet to talk about. The long story short of Cypher is he's a Dark Angel who doesn't seem loyal to the Dark Angels, but no one's really sure what the fuck he's loyal to, or who the fuck he is. For all we know, he's Lionel Johnson. For all we know, he's some <laughs> asshole named Tim. We're not sure. All we it's know obviously is... It's and or Omega. My Christ! Name. All we know is he has been kicking around for at least 9,000 years. We're not sure if there's been multiple of him or not. Interesting. He has a dope-ass bolt pistol and a dope-ass plasma pistol, and that's all he uses despite the fact he has a sword. The thing about that sword, he never unsheaths it. This is an important plot point. It's because he's an anime character, and if he unsheaths it, that's his true power. Maybe. Like... No meme, maybe. Um, oh, do you know who else it's probably going to be? Who? Trace in the Infinite. Fuck you. Uh, he breaks into the Blackstone Fortress to break Galiman out, along with a contingent of Harlequins. Um, mm -hmm. At the same time, because Chaos Gods can't agree on anything, a bunch of corn demons attack the Blackstone Fortress because they don't like Siege Demons, because fuck the wizard. Um, those corn demons are led by Scarbrand, who I would like to remind you, uh, fuck, he did something very important. Uh, was it, was it him that broke Sanguinius's back? No. It was, who even knows? It was something. Scarbrand's I important. Blame not enough calcium. Fuck you. Uh, Sanguinius he was... just bend over a little too far, and that's what broke his back. Uh, he really is an important bloodthirster. He used to be the chosen of Corn, but then he lost his wings because he fell out of orbit. I think. Um. Didn't oh. Oh, oh. Okay. Uh. uh Scarbrand tried to cheap shot Corn and failed. Ah, that'll do it. Why would you cheap shot Why would you cheap corn? shot God? He's yeah. the god of Zinch. war. Seench did it. Yeah, Seench tricked Scarbrand and Oh. Oh right, Scar what did, I remember. What did just tell him? Yeah, I remember totally why Scarbrand is important. Boyo. Scarbrand is important is because he's the mask of Slanesh to Corn. The Mask of Slanesh is a whole other thing, but essentially, uh, every once in a while, a really powerful demon thinks they're the new hotness, and it goes badly. Okay, interesting. I'm guessing Weird. this guy is a liaison if he's called the Mask of Slanesh. I'm guessing the mask he's a liaison between was... Corn and Slanesh. Well, the Mask of Slanesh was Slanesh's chosen Daemonette, but uh, she pissed him off, and so. or pissed it off. Uh, so, say the. Yeah. Pissed off the genderless entity of Slanesh, uh, mm. which Slanesh took offense to. 
uh, and cursed her to... They, I'm actually not sure what the masks... Actually, no, Mask is one of the few actually referred to as female daemonettes, despite the suffix. Most daemonettes are theys and have no gender, but no, this one's female, apparently. Um, the Mask, uh, long story short, is cursed to literally dance forever and never stop. Um, forever. Point dance B. Dance and never stop. Jesus. <laughs> Lyman and Cypher high-five and bail with a deal made between Cypher and Galiman that Cypher gets to come to Terra and visit the Emperor. That's oh. the deal. That's that's uh, all the deal. How? Galiman, Galiman agrees. They fight their way through a bunch of shit, get the fuck out of there, high-five... Oh, also Galiman ends up punching Magnus in the dick personally... Because um, he meets him, and what else is Goliman gonna do? Not punch him in the dick? Yeah, fair. Magnus dick right there, ripe for a punching. Why would you not punch the big red dick? Uh, <laughs> man, this probably sounds weird to Michaela on the couch. Um, punch him right in the big red. Punch dick. him right in the big red dick. Clifford the big red dick. Wait. Um, uh, no. Uh, Galiman is at first losing this fight until, guess who shows up? The Imperial Fists, the Adeptus Custodes, and the Sisters of Silence! What? Yeah. They all drop in, save the day, they and take heat. Yeah, right? And together, they all go to Terra. When they arrive on Terra, Galiman, before allowing Cypher into the Emperor's throne room, accidentally touches Cypher's sword, not a euphemism, and has a terrible <laughs> premonition. Like, uh -huh. terrible premonition about that sword. No, excuse I me. I think he had a I'm wrong. I'm wrong, touching... and I'm saying it wrong. I think he had a terrible a... premonition of touching Cypher's sword later. His other sword. A... He recognizes the sword. He recognizes the sword. Oh, dear. Is it? Oh. Well, can we I don't guess? know. You oh, can guess, don't... but we don't know. I'm going to guess. You remember a long, long time ago, one of the Primarchs had a sword that that made him fucky uh that's fulgrim that's fulgrim's fulgrim, sword. Yeah, sword fulgrim, fulgrim still has fulgrim that sword, sword oh he has a sword well then yeah okay i, I think, think i know what it is i think cypher's trays in the infinite he stole fulgrim's sword and that's what Fuck it is you. it's it's the true muramasa <laughs> <sighs> my, just like, my, my theory lives on blood my actual theory is that it's a crone sword which is important uh like crone swords which are the true they, those are the true Muramasa. Oh, fuzzy! Well, does, yeah, his, does his sword have Crohn's disease? That's no. not good. The Crohn's sword. <laughs> to make a lot of There's lore no very Crohn's. short, uh, an Eldar goddess got her hand chopped off, and all five fingers got turned into swords. Some legend says if you put all five swords together, uh, infinite cosmic power. Currently, the Yanari are in possession of three out of four. They're so on they're the way to get number stones. four. And no one, yeah, a little bit, yes. They're they are Eldar Infinity Stones. I, My I was theory you'd is say it's the once last you one. put them back together, it becomes a hand again. It just becomes a hand and slaps you. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, idiot. Yeah, thanks, dipshit. I outie. Okay, I got my hand it's, back. It's probably like the lion sword, but something. It's more fun to think it's the cipher. The it just, this weird hooded weirdo has it. Yes. Um, 
given how honorable Galiman is, the fact that whatever this epiphany was about the sword was so bad he backed out on a deal is saying something. Either way, he tells Cypher to go fuck himself, um, and Cypher immediately bails, but does have a uh, bad case of butt hurt, which is surprising because that's kind of the first time he's ever had a bad case of butt hurt. Cypher is bordering Sinch on levels of justice plan. Um, okay, so <laughs> I knew you here, wouldn't let me see the Emperor. Here's the thing about Cypher. So Cypher, in like Dark Angels canon is not just a person it's a title okay like ranging from way before imperium days. we're not sure it's a title but yes i am sure it's a title it is said in a book it's a title do you know what i'm sure of do you know what do you know what Galeman told the cipher uh at the gate at the door to the emperor's You're about to get decrypted no he said cipher no siphing god dick damn it anyway um so Cypher is like the keeper of the Dark Angel's secrets. Okay. And the sword might have something to do with that. Okay. There's a lot of theories, long and the short of it. It's a uh, keyblade. He's actually Sora. Christ. Unironically, I think Cypher's a pretty cool idea, and frankly, I wish the Dark Angels got a little bit more screen time, because a lot of their shit's really cool, and I actually really like that Space Hulk Deathwing entirely is a Dark Angels-based game. <laughs> Uh, mm -hmm. And in fact, the campaign is all about Dark Angels and dealing with uh, the fallen of the Dark Angels. Um, it's pretty neato. I like it a lot. Um, I really need to finish it, actually. Anyway, Galiman then goes in and sees Big Papa. Closes the door, shuts it, bars it, has a private conversation. <laughs> Hang on, guys. I'm going to have to talk to my skeleton dad. <laughs> Yeah, a little you know, bit. I like it when you call me Big Pop. But... Well, shockingly, Girly Man finds out that the Emperor is capable of communicating. Oh, what? And is alive, <laughs> barely. Through a text-to-speech device, maybe? <laughs> I only wish. Uh... Bruva, if somehow you're listening to this, I'd love to have you. Um, on the show. So, maybe so just that, you two. So... So we, so we've never oh known if God. the emperor was alive or dead, but now we, it's, it's impossible. Now we know it's that impossible to know. Have yeah, we okay. told you about the emperor's tarot yet? No, is that a tarot card reader? That. Is okay. it imagine? So the emperor's tarot. Hold on. So uh, no, I want to tell you what, what I think it is first. Go okay. ahead and see if okay. I'm right. I Please. think you know. Hey, by you, the way, in you're... case you weren't aware, this is going to be a long episode. Continue. Yeah. So, um, I think it's like when you're at like the docks. And you see those fortune tellers, like, inside the little glass boxes that you, like, put quarters into? I think it's like that, but there's a tiny <laughs> skeleton inside of it sitting on a chair that's in that looks like the Emperor. And it'll tell you your fortune. Christ. With tarot cards. And they're okay. everywhere. There's, like, a STC for it and everything. So, what happens is, there are 78 psychoactive Wait. liquid crystal cards. Wait that are linked this is what they believe that it are linked to the psyche of the emperor uh -huh. and then they basically ask questions and do a tarot reading uh -huh. this has led to uh the founding of space marine chapters the calling of crusades people being assassinated all kinds of great things happen 
when the Emperor's Tarot is consulted. All okay. in all, uh, well, yeah, there's a reason the Imperium's fuckle. Obviously, if you get them all together, they make up the different body parts of the Emperor, and then you can put them all together I... and play them down and instantly win the game. <laughs> All 78 body parts of the Emperor. Behold the right toe of the, for, the Forbidden Emperor. Uh, so. Of the Forbidden One. Girly I Man. Exodia the Emperor. Girly Man talks to the Emperor and, well, doesn't really get the answers he wanted. Uh, this part actually kind of bums me the fuck out, I won't lie, because the Emperor's conversation with Roboat is really a fucking hard band-aid that gets pulled off of Roboot, because the Emperor... What does he say? The Emperor kind of shows that he is so far gone beyond that he, he doesn't give a shit about his sons. The sons are not... They are chess pieces, and every individual man woman and child in the Imperium does not matter in the grand scheme of things. It is not an Imperium based... The Emperor's plans for the Imperium are not based in compassion or love of an, the concept of an individual. It's about keeping humanity going. It's it? about humanity. And because yeah. of that, in order for humanity to continue... Emps is more than willing to let her... Sacrifice everything. Emps would let Terra burn to the fucking ground if it meant long-term oh, really? good. Absolutely. Wow. Emps would... Yeah, big... Emps would wipe is... out sections of galaxy. He, did, he doesn't even care about himself at that point, then. He's like, I don't care if I die as long as humanity keeps going, right? It, or... But it's, it's less... It's not just that in humanity keeps going it's that humanity becomes better and becomes number one like hmm. we, we talked about this a lot during the horse heresy where the emperor is not human space marines aren't human primarchs are not human but they hold this ideal of humanity as a as a species as a concept as a culture so high and want to advance that at all costs that you could say the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Yeah. Which, it, I mean, it look all, at, that's look what at I've always hairs. felt is look that at, the, is that Ems doesn't really, you know, there's it. never, there was never compassion about it. There was only logic of keeping humanity going. Little bit. So, and then he just, he's like, yo, robot, I'm, a, uh, I'm already, I'm, I'm pretty faded, so I'm gonna let you know. I'm pretty faded, shit. bro. <laughs> the imp is just imp. There's one. There's one pipe that's just rose going into him, and then there's another pipe that's just dank weed going in. Another pipe that's just lean. Um, there's just the it's another pipe's that chronic lean rose. Fucking gray gooses in there somewhere. Just fucking, uh, chronic. He's got some jungle juice pumping through his veins. So, but quick, as, quick behind the scenes that I want to mention today. During I also recorded Mobile Suit Fandom, and during the episode we recorded today, uh, we learned that there is a strain of the dank that shares a name with a very stupid thing from Gundam. And now uh -huh. I kind of want to just go onto Leafly.com and start searching random search terms from 40k and seeing what comes up. 
You could probably find Horus. <laughs> probably, actually. Um. Anyway, uh, so like, like we talked about way back when, the Emperor being so far removed from humanity makes him really bad at making decisions. Letting mm-hmm. Terra burn? Not smart, because the morale loss would be fucking insane. Mm-hmm. So, uh, all this happens. Um, fun fact, Horus did not come up. Uh, yeah, I did it. So, post, we don't know the specifics of the conversation, but we're pretty sure the end result is, uh, Emps telling Big Bobby G, Hey, remember the last time you kind of prematurely pulled the Make an Empire gun? Mm-hmm. I need you to reload that gun. <laughs> oh, and I found shoot. one. I found one. I found a string. Please, please, oh, what, what is it? Kim Dog. Hey! But what it's Kim Dog it? spelled uh, D A W G. It's a it's a hybrid. Huh, okay. Um, uh, no anyway. for its distinct diesel-like aroma. <laughs> yeah, alright, that tracks. I assume yeah, whoever that, named it... Yeah, that tracks it, with the Kim dogs. Yeah, I assume whoever named it was a 40k fan. Um, if you or loved one happen to have been the one responsible for making and naming the Kim dog strain of marijuana, please contact us. I'd love to be able to say we met you. Um, <laughs> so, um... Uh, essentially, Goliman fucking kicks the door back out, uh, shuts it, and says, I got what I needed. Now show me to the High Lords, because I have a very bad bit of news to tell them. I got a dang piece of information. Um, he busts into the High Lord chamber with his big fucking fat cigar blunt and goes, oh. Hey, guess who's Lord Commander of the Imperium now? Go ahead. It's me. You have three guesses. You, John, you fucking... John? <laughs> no, it's a me, man John. Named Blue, it's, a, it's a man named Blue Dream. And he smells so bad your eyebrows are girl. He's the <laughs> dankest motherfucker it's, in it's the just, world. It's this fucking dank-ass weed, girl. Shit's so good, makes my eyebrows curl. Eyebrows curl. <laughs> I'm glad you knew where that came from as yeah, soon yeah, as yeah. I said it. Uh, so, Robu looks at everyone and says, You're all joining the Bluchi gang now. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Kato, Aurelius, Calgar, the rest of them bust in. Bluchi Gang, the new hit <laughs> single, starts playing. Shutter shades descend onto Robot. Fucking <laughs> Robot just Robot just starts throwing buckets of blue paint everywhere. <laughs> Bluchi Gang, Bluchi lean, gang, Bluchi gang. <laughs> lean sprays from the fire suppressant system. Yeah, his, his he's got blue drank. Purple drinks. I want to see an ultramarine uh, be be in a game, and his name is Lil Pump. <laughs> anyway, I'm Bats- I am Battle Brother Little Vertical. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Hang on, no, I gotta find a synonym for pump that sounds like gothic. Anyway, so he tells the High Lords to eat shit, but you still get a little bit of govern govern governing power so um yeah also fuck all y'all you, you you guys currently running this like of you one of you gets to keep your jobs uh he then replaces all the ones he doesn't like most of them uh mm-hmm. and then fucking bounces out to go kick some ass 
Nice. So, first thing he does is declare a crusade. Because, of course, that's what we <laughs> Immediately. Crusade. Okay. When you yeah. think about it, most of his life was spent in crusade. Most of his conscious life was spent in <laughs> that's crusade. That's all he knows. If we're not... What's the point of not crusading when we could be crusading? Yeah. <laughs> also, I found another strain. It's called Great White Shark. <laughs> that... <laughs> sure, why not? Uh, so, God, I really hope Here's someone... one... Here's one that I just want to call the emperor now. It's called Platinum Bubba Kush. <laughs> Can't wait for weed to be illegal, mostly just so the names get a little less stupid. Oh, um, I found Kim Dog 4. Kim Dog 4? What happened yeah. to 1 through 3? Don't answer. Who knows? Blue Chicken, um, Blue Chicken. Blue Chicken, Blue Chicken, Blue Chicken. So, <laughs> Robo found one for the Ultramarines, Blueberry Haze. So, Robo declares the Indomitus Crusade, Ooh. which, um, essentially was, alright, Abaddon's Black Crusade is kind of fucking our shit up, uh, mm -hmm. let's put up a wall, except the wall will be made of meat and ceramite, uh, step one be is- my space marine. A little bit. So step one, he leans in to Belly Call and goes, Hey Belly, you got that shit I asked you for? And Belly's like, Bitch, you know it. <laughs> and proceeds to rip the curtain down and show <coughs> motherfucking Space Marines Mark II. The Primaris Marines. Chad Marines. The Chad, Chad Marines, Marines, whose real names are the Primaris Marines, are yeah, the sequel Chad to the hit. Are the sequel to the hit album Space Marines. So you thought Bluchi Gang was lit. Now get ready for my remix with Belly Call. Basically. Eighth Marines, um, essentially were Belly Call fucking r rubbing his hands together, extracting some, some kind of liquid out of uh, Bobby G. I'm not going to pretend I know which one, but we know. Blueberry juice, obviously. <laughs> He get that blueberry juice somehow. Yeah, exactly. Uh, actually, I don't want to think about Belly Call engaging in any kind of sexual activity because I don't think there's any flesh on him anymore. In fact, I don't know how much actual organic matter is a part of Belsarius Call anymore. <laughs> Probably not much. It, interesting. Bel Belsarius is like, yo, robot, let's rub our metal pieces together and robot's uh, like what and belly's I'll like just, what I'll, ju I'll just i'll just jerk off into a cup dude let's so do you guys think it's like shadow run what Where do you mean in, in shadow run there's a point at which if you've re replaced so much of your body with cybernetics you just fall apart and are no longer like a person no i don't think i mean that's... belly seems to be disproving that we don't know how much of him is organic that that's where i'm coming from I, I think, mean, based on the image, not a lot. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, there's got to be something still in there. Like, if, they, if they're not falling... Like, oh, shit. Really... His left arm is still an arm. <laughs> oh, shit. His left arm is still an... I see, I see rotting flesh. That's good. Anyway. Good for him. So, um, point being... Belly brings out these guys. He's apparently been making these fucks at the request of Big Bobby G for the last 10,000 years, and so he pulls these fuckers out. They're bigger, they're stronger, they're faster, might be they're smarter. Chads. 
they're Chad Marines. They got better armor. They got doper shit. They got three new organs. Three organs. What are they uh, new? If I recall, they're actually dumber. I don't know. As um, in, are they like are they like Thunder Warriors? No. Damn. They're, they're actually frothing at the mouth to kill anything. No, they're they're taller. They're, That's true. They're actually not so the Primaris Marines' benefits, as far as I can tell so far, is they are way better at combat. Uh, just raw, get a fresh Space Marine and compare him to a fresh Primaris Marine, and that Primaris Marine will outperform the Space Marine by right. miles. The thing is, the Primaris Prim Marines... They're greater I than Norris's Orcs' axe ass crack. Also, Despite uh, your Belisarius failure with the English language, you're right. Belisarius does have the top half of his face. So. I'm not. I, I couldn't tell. Like I wasn't sure there, about that. There's a lot. There's some art I'm looking at that's more close up. He does have a face underneath that giant uh, gas mask. All right. So it's there. there's like with Primaris Marines, there's problems of like in in the Dark Angels, you need to go through their training. Yes. The the Dark Angel Primaris Marines did not. So, yeah, that's the thing. All of these Primaris Marines <coughs> that were given to Chapters essentially were a whole... You know how the anime protagonist comes to a new school? Yes. Imagine entire Chapters of this. So, like, a whole classroom full of transfer students. Uh, well, <clears throat> almost, except the... Well, like, half the class is transfer students, and the other half is the normal class, except it's halfway through the year, and the class has already developed, like, a social structure and a system. And now these new guys come in, and they have to fucking teach them the system, but also the classroom is under attack by... Also... The metaphor is getting lost a little yeah. bit here, but you're getting the picture. I understand. There's, like, thousands of years of developing a pecking order. Yeah, and, and these and guys the just pop in. Yeah, and they're just fucking it up. I also I mean, like how the Primrish uh, chaplains are dressed up in skulls and have iron halos, and also that the lieutenants uh, have football helmets on. Yeah. Uh, the f fun... Th one good example of this problem that we've just mentioned is actually the Dark Angels, because the Dark Angels do have the Inner Circle, that group of guys who know all the dark secrets. Well, all these Primaris guys come in, and they can't really tell any of them that, because they don't know if they can trust them yet. Except for, yeah. you know, the psychics, because the psychics can read minds, so... Yeah, they're like, we already know. Yeah, so they brought all the psychics in, but they're still not sure if they can trust them, or if they'll stay loyal, because, like, Belly doesn't know about the Fallen, almost no one does. Yeah. So shit's getting complicated. On top of that, for all we know, some Chaos fuckers might have got... Chaos guys are trying to capture Primaris Marines as much as possible, because they really want to get their hands on that. Uh, in particular, uh, our friend Fabulous Fabius Bile is really got the biggest hard on for this. Yeah. He is... Whew. Um, He's like, yes... Yeah, really, though. Uh, it... <laughs> and uh, Brayden was just nice enough to post a picture of the cover of the new Doom game, but with a Primaris Marine instead of the Doom guy. Um, accurate. Just yes. accurate. That's just true. So, uh, 
Robot gets all these, starts passing them out. He starts revising the Codex Astartes, because weird, it's almost like a bunch of new threats happened. Uh, fun fact, he actually meets some Tyranids, beats the shit out of them, and doesn't have nearly as much trouble with it as anyone would have expected him to, because weird, it's almost like he is a god-king compared to <laughs> you peasant shits. Crazy. Um, this lasted about a century, apparently, which means that this happened in the 800s-ish. Mm -hmm. Uh, on top of that, fucking, uh, Terra almost gets invaded, Galiman stops that uh, pretty fast. Wow. Galiman proceeds to crusade and free a bunch of planets, brings all the Primaris guys out to all the other chapters. Nurgle attacks Ultramar. Galiman ends the crusade and fucking proceeds to elbow drop a bitch. Um, but then another thing happens. And then another thing. So this is kind of the last major point before 8th edition kicks off proper. Mm -hmm. When Abaddon destroyed the Pylon network on Cadia, the Eye of Terror shook and then expanded. Oh. <coughs> the Eye of Terror now stretches the span of the galaxy and has effectively cut it in half. I'm not kidding, literally half. Interesting. The half that is still on the side of Earth and the Segmentum Solar um, is essentially functioning mostly business as usual. They're having to deal with more chaos shit coming at them, because, big surprise, there's more holes for the demons to jump out of. And jump into, as it were. Um, and that also includes, you know, Robot's new freshly waxed uh, blue butthole. And trust me, they're trying. But the other side of the wall, mm -hmm. uh, they can't see the Astronomicon anymore. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's not, that's not good. Yeah. There's a bunch of shit on that side. Uh, rain, fucking Tyranids on that side can't, are no longer heading to Earth. A bunch of Space Marine chapters are mostly cut off. The only way to cross... This, I forget what it's called, but it's essentially a fucking gulf in the goddamn galaxy. Um, called... God, what is it called? The Maelstrom? Might be called yeah, the Maelstrom. Lord. The Maelstrom is literally stre stretching across the galaxy and cutting it off. Your choices are either to try to go outside of the galaxy and come back in... Which is not very practical. Mm -hmm. Or essentially go manual through that part, which takes fucking five ever. Oh, it's not it's not the Maelstrom, it's the Cicatrix Maledictum. Yeah, I, I I was just assuming Maelstrom was the English version of those words. No, the um, Maelstorm is a smaller warp storm that is part of the Cicatrix Maledictum. Okay. So the Maledictum essentially has formed a wall going from the where the Segmentum Pacificus and Obscurus meet all the way to the eastern fringe of the galaxy. Oh. You're probably wondering, how do we know which way is east, Fuzzy? It's a galaxy. My answer to you is fuck. I don't well, know. Well, when you think about it, we have a galactic uh, 
Center, which is the... Yeah, but that has no basis on... Hold on. Fun fact, Galactic Center is east of Earth. No, no, I'm Earth saying... Earth is be, the middle. Be, because we're human-centric, Earth is the center. Right, but then, which way's up? Don't worry about it. Yeah, that's the fucking problem. Um, <laughs> frankly... We just call up west. <laughs> fuck you. Uh, frankly, if I was the one responsible for setting up how the Imperium was divvied up and which way was Galactic North, I would have just made Terra and Mars the North Star and make everything in relation to that, because that would have been way easier. Nah. But fuck me. Um, but, the decision so, process was lost to time. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, this shit's terrible. The Eye of Terror is up in the Northwest, I guess. Um, and stretches down to the middle of the galaxy. Fun fact, the black hole at the center of the galaxy is filled of warp fuckery. And going down all the way to, uh, the Damocles Gulf in the bottom right, where the Tau live. Um, fun fact, the Tau are on our side of this wall. Unfortunately, on the other side of this wall are, well, a variety of, uh, orc invasions, as well as Baal, the Blood Angel's homeworld, uh, Valhalla, Mordrian, uh, Sable, Hexos, just to name a few that I recognize the names. It's not great. Um, it's in fact very not great. And, yeah, it, 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 we're fucked, really. On top of that, Fenris, uh, the homeworld of the Space Wolves, is in the Maledictum. Also, the um, Space Wolves have been condemned by the Inquisition, that's fun. Yep. Uh, officially, the wolfen uh, infestations of uh, their gene seed are getting so bad that the Inquisition's like, heh, eat ass. <laughs> um, so the part of the Imperium that's on the other side of the wall, referred to as the Imperium Nihilus, or Dark Imperium, is kind of uh, up a shit creek. Um... Big G is kind of worried that they're going to do an Imperium Secundus not-quite-succession thing, but frankly, he'd be kind of okay with it, because at least they would be set up. They'd be know? organized. Yes. Yeah. Um, <coughs> Armageddon's getting its shit pounded in by a Blood Crusade. Uh, the Salamanders are beating the shit out of Angron on Armageddon. A uh, bunch of traitors are trying to fuck up everything. All of the Space Marines are having a variety of issues, and also all of them got all of these fancy new uh, Primaris Marines who come in a variety of fancy new things, such Ooh. as Devastators, Centurions, Hellblasters, Aggressors, and Reavers. Um, just to name a few random ones out of my hat. Uh... The individual chapters all have special things happen to them. To go through each would take a while. Um, so I'm not going to. As for the Xenos, because I'm sure you're curious, um, Imotek, you remember him, uh, the basically big papa of the Necrons presently, uh, he has expanded his, um, Empire by a lot, and also him and Trazen are not seeing eye to eye right now, mostly because Trazen's fucking up his shit on a semi-regular basis and trying to steal his stuff. The Great Rift has also caused the Tyranids to get kind of lost, and fun fact, any Tyranid inside <coughs> the Great Rift doesn't have much to eat because fun fact, demons don't make flesh. 
so they can't absorb anything. It's not great. Uh, the hive mind is trying to make new hive fleets that are better made for the Great Rift, but it's not. Um, we do have a few hive fleets that are uh, fucking trying to adapt as fast <laughs> as possible to this, and all of them are dealing with it in slightly different ra ways, ranging from Behemoth trying to just ram shit as hard as possible, to Yorgmundir trying to do their best Starship Troopers impression, uh, to Hydra, who is just making a lot of gaunts. Just <laughs> so many gaunts. Just, they are, they are Zerg Rush the high fl If you, if you're out there and you really want to make a dirt cheap fucking Nid army, just buy fucking 2,000 points worth of Hormagons and Termagants, field them. Oh, maybe get a couple of, uh, primes in there no, so that don't they, show know. weakness yeah, yeah don't show weakness show. don't use synapse just go full hog make him rush um it's a bold strategy uh the tau uh, something i forgot to mention on the last damocles gulf crusade when the imperium decided to bail they um uh they lit it on fire I want to remind you, the Damocles Gulf is a region of space. They lit it on fire. All of it was on fire. Fire. Brayden, I don't know if this is clicking. Space. It's hot. The vacuum of was it on fire. It's hot there. It's like uh, something out of Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, luckily, though, when the Maledictum opened up, it blew it out, and so actually the Tau <laughs> got a chance to get out of there again. Just like, it was such, it became a non-issue so fast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, space is on fire. Oh, never mind, now it's not. Eldar are doing that Yanari thing, but they're having some issues. We'll talk about them more in the next few episodes. And Chaos is having the greatest time. Who man. It's so nice for Chaos right now. Uh, right now, also, the kind of main Chaos frontmen are the Death Guard, because Mortarians are rounded in plastic, so might as well. Uh, and since, of course, your boys, the Ultramarines, are, have their Primarch back in black and plastic, they're also, you know, kind of the frontmen, as per usual. Uh, not just because we've run massively over time, but I think I've covered everything that I care to think of. Yeah. Uh questions Braden, or have i gotten it all um nope i'm good cool for those of you out there in the void of space if you have questions uh tweet at us at grimdorkspod uh i will try to answer them as best as i can and if i don't have a convenient answer i'll link you to the appropriate wiki page uh or we'll just hold on to all of those for a question and answer episode yes or, or i'll do I will that say... if it's something dank I will say we got a very, very good email that warmed my cold, dead heart. Oh, yeah. Uh, from, yes. from a fan. It was very, very... We, we've gotten, like, a couple of emails that are like, Hey, we love the show. I cannot express to you how much we love those. It yes. means a lot to us. It, give, it gives us power. Power overwhelming. And, you know, we have a lot of fun doing this, but also gives me the drive to continue doing this. Cue slurp noises. Yes. Uh, like like I was telling Fuzzy, uh, ever since I started my new job, I sit in front of a computer all day and sitting down to edit takes Herculean effort. 
Hey, if you're in editing. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, with that, all out of the way. Uh, get the fuck out of my library. Uh, black as it may be, uh, the giant clown god will show you out. I have been Fuzzy. I have been John. And I have been Bluchy Gang. No. Bluchy Gang, 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 Bluchy Gang. Kill me. Thank you for listening to Group Dorks. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Like the show? Want to show your dorky pride? Go to bit.ly forward slash grimdorks to pick up a variety of merch. Our theme song is John Hammer by Matt Lee. You can find him on Twitter at NiceWizardMusic. Our background music is Go Home and Be a Family Man by Norn Rad from OC Remix. And remember, Ave Imperator.